Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where two entitled parents have intercourse in their daughter's bed. Our next Reddit post is from Cantaloupe Routine. This has been happening ever since my cousin became four years old. And now, since I finally got the courage to say no this year, Auntie Dearest is pissed as hell. The only reason why I allowed this in the first place was because I didn't mind, I was young and dumb, and when it started, my cousin was about two to three years old. But now, my birthday is always heavily focused on my cousin. If someone says happy birthday to me, my cousin will cry and throw a tantrum saying that it's her birthday, and my aunt would say that it's her birthday. And for every single present I get, I have to give them to her or she throws a tantrum. And as for the party's theme, that also has to be to my cousin's liking. My cousin and aunt are like this for everyone's birthday, and my dad's family just thinks it's cute. My mom is always pissed whenever my or my sibling's birthdays are taken over by my cousin. Anyway, today I said that I want my birthday to be about me only. I don't want my cousin to take it over, and all hell broke loose. My aunt called me every single insulting word that she could think of. My uncle is also pissed, calling me names. Only my youngest aunt, another uncle, and my grandma are angry at them. The good news is that I get to celebrate my birthday with my mom's side of the family instead, and they booked me at a pretty popular restaurant, which my aunt is very pissed about, lol. Our next Reddit post is from ZZ John. My parents are in their 60s, and my spouse and I are in their 30s. We live in the next state over, about a six-hour drive away. My spouse and I have a two-year-old, who isn't yet eligible for a COVID vaccine. And we've been taking every precaution we can to keep her safe while also holding down our jobs. My parents are both vaccinated and boosted, but they regularly take risks that we don't. Going out to eat at restaurants, recreation travel, not wearing masks in places that don't require it, etc. On their most recent visit, my mom hosted a professional workshop that involved some close-up, hands-on instruction. And she informed us at dinner that she took her mask off as she was instructing students since it was hard to teach with it on. She said this to us while she was holding our kid in her lap and feeding them off of her fork. My parents are coming to visit today, and we asked them to get a COVID test beforehand to make sure everyone was safe, especially our kid. They went to get tested on New Year's Eve, complaining to us all the while about what a pain it was to go to an urgent care center and sit for hours of potential exposure. They could have made an appointment for earlier since we'd been planning this visit for weeks. They arrived at their hotel yesterday evening. And in the process of planning their visit, I texted them yesterday evening to ask if they could please send us copies of their test results. At 10 a.m. today, about 14 hours later, I received a long email from my mom effectively saying, No, we will not show you our test results. How dare you think that we would make the trip here if we were sick? If you can't trust us to that extent, then you shouldn't let us into your home anyway. Over the course of the next few hours, my wife and I both sent them digital copies of our recent COVID tests, and we emphasized that this was a pretty normal thing for people to be doing these days, and that we would really like to see them, but we would still like to see the test results, please. No dice. My parents have never been insulted that you can't trust us. According to both my parents, yes, they have negative results, but no, we can't see them. I had a phone conversation with them in which I explained that I love them, explained that we're trying to look out for the health of our kid, and we hope they would reconsider. They claimed that they would have never made the drive if they knew that we were going to ask. My mom cried. My dad was angry. In their own defense, they also brought up how risky it was for them to make the trip as older people, and the risks that I've taken traveling to other parts of the world 
pre-COVID, I should point out. And also, the time that I smoked weed when I was 17, among other things. If they had negative results, it would take them all of 15 seconds to send us the proof. I think I believe them, but their reaction makes me wonder more than I would have before. As far as I know, they're now driving six sad hours back home. That means no visit and no time with the grandkid. I feel terrible for making people I love feel terrible, but this is pretty weird and entitled, yeah? So, yeah, OP, I think it's pretty likely that they tested positive, but also, I think it's also very possible that maybe they did take the test, they got negative results, and then they just forgot to bring the test results with them, and they're too embarrassed to admit it, so they're getting all indignant and saying, how dare you doubt our integrity? Either way, OP, this is completely entitled. Our next Reddit post is from Growly McGee. My mom has crossed the line a lot so far because I'm seemingly her worst enemy, but the new one is this. She's ramped up her bedroom life substantially to the point of being super loud and doing it everywhere in the house. In every room pretty much, and it grosses me out. I don't have an issue with adults or parents having love lives or being in functional relationships, but I do have an issue with them doing it in the very place that I sleep. Less than two hours before I sleep there. My siblings have come back home for the holidays, which means I've been sleeping on the sofa. My parents passionately hugged on that very sofa. Loudly, while me and my siblings were in another room. The place where I rest my head, my face to sleep, they screwed there. They did it literally less than a few hours before I would sleep there, knowing that I'd sleep there. I feel grossed out by it. Again, not due to the fact that they have love lives or even have needs, but the disrespect. They're doing it where I sleep. Am I being unreasonable here? I feel like due to my mother's unceasing vendetta against me, it's some sort of dominant slash power play claim on the house and the spaces. Much like with her belongings, her making a lot of noise, I feel like she's using her wax sex life to dominate spaces too. It's like she implicitly wants me to know that she has so little respect or value of me that she would legit passionately hug in the one place that I'm meant to relax and sleep. The one place that's wholly my own, where my pillow is. I mean, what the F is that? My sister and I made jokes about it, saying that we would need to sage the room without knowing that my dad was nearby. And he actively got offended with us the day after. He said that what we said was really rude and disrespectful. It was so blatant and it pissed me off. I'm sorry, but passionately hugging where I sleep as opposed to your room, quietly, respecting our boundaries as a family, was that not disrespectful and rude? My sister and I didn't make a crude offensive joke. We made that one joke due to being grossed out and offended by their choice of room, and volume for that matter. How else was I supposed to react? Applaud? Ghost it? WTF! I'm just grossed out and peeped. Every time I think about passionate hugging in any context, I get reminded of my parents. I can't even fall asleep on my own bed due to remembering that they literally screwed there. Everything in the house is like theirs now, in all senses, and it grosses me the F out. I can't wait to leave. OP, to give a serious response, that is disgusting and awful. If you weren't 19, I would say this is child abuse, but as it stands, it's just regular old abuse. I recommend checking out r slash raised by narcissists because it'll have a lot of similar stories. And on a lighter note, OP, I think the only course of action is that you have to go pee on your mom's pillow. If she's going to mark your territory, then you'll have to mark hers. Our next Reddit post is from Ivy1991. 
So this story started around two to three years ago when I bought myself an early Christmas present. It was a Hogwarts bag because I'm a huge Harry Potter nerd. When this story started, I had a steady schedule at work, usually 8am to 2pm. So at this time, this 11-year-old girl, her entitled mother and I would all wait at the bus stop together and then ride the same bus, although they got off a few stops before me. We never really spoke until the second day that I had my new bag. On this day, I also wore my Gryffindor scarf and my Hogwarts hat because it was freezing. So the little girl looked at me with a face that I can only describe as fascination. She said, Mom, look at that girl over there. You said merch is only for kids, but she looks amazing. When I overheard this, I smiled at her. The entitled mother didn't say anything, but she gave her daughter a mean look. The little girl ignored that and walked over to me and said, I really, really like your bag, and your hat is amazing. Where'd you get that? Stop bothering that lady. I said, it's not a problem at all. Then I started answering her questions, and we started talking about Harry Potter, and that I was just her age when I started reading it, and so on. This went on for a few weeks whenever we were at the bus stop together. Then the entitled mother learned that we live in neighboring apartment complexes, and she asked if I would be okay with picking up her daughter in the morning. The entitled mother worked from home, so she could start working earlier if I brought her daughter to the bus and ride to school with her. I said, sure, why not, and we exchanged numbers. That way, I could inform her if I was ever sick or if I needed to cover a late shift. This worked like a charm. I bonded quite well with the girl, and she began to call me auntie. I was totally okay with that. The problem began when I started my new job in October. The first few weeks were training. My training also started at 8 a.m., but after that, I would have a flexible schedule and start somewhere between 7 a.m. and 11 a.m. I told the entitled mother this information in September. When I called the entitled mother to remind her that she needs to bring her daughter to school again, this conversation happened. Keep in mind that by this point, her daughter was 14. Hey, entitled mother, I wanted to remind you that my schedule changed, so I can't pick up your daughter anymore. But I need you to. I changed my hours and I can't change them again. I'm already on the kick list. I will never understand how she managed to get herself on the kick list for constantly logging in late when she works from home. I said, hey, your daughter is 14 by now. I'm sure she can cross the road and get off the bus on the right stop. No, please tell your job that you can only start at 8 a.m. so that you can bring my daughter to school. Entitled mother, listen, I can't do that because being flexible was a criteria for getting the job. But my daughter likes you a lot. She really enjoys the bus rides with you. Your daughter knows that she can call me anytime to hang out or when she needs help with homework. I should add that the entitled mother does not help her daughter with homework. You can... I will not change my schedule for a 14-year-old girl who's told me multiple times that you're overprotective. After that, I hung up. The little girl sent me a text afterwards explaining that she's now allowed to ride to school alone. But her mom told her that after our last conversation, she's not allowed to hang out with me anymore. But guess who I'm meeting up with tomorrow for a walk? Does anyone else think it's weird that this mother is apparently overprotective? But her criteria for handing off her daughter to a complete stranger is they like Harry Potter and they ride the same bus. Our next Reddit post is from Kamatz. And Kamatz explains that this story was posted to our local Nextdoor page. An entitled mother posted on Nextdoor. Shame on the local indoor playground. I am a naval commander's wife, new to the area, and I found locals to be courteous and friendly, except the owner of this business, Rhonda. First, we spent almost $100 to get in. 
Then she refused to believe that my two-year-old wasn't four-year-old and asked to see his birth certificate because we're a tall family. Her motivation for asking his age is that they require kids four and up to wear a mask at all times. When I explained that my five-year-old, who has asthma, has a medical exemption from wearing masks, she became confrontational and told me medical exemptions be damned. Wear the mask or get out. We had literally been indoors for less than 10 minutes, so knowing that my child can't have his breathing restricted by a mask, especially when running and playing, I requested a refund. She began yelling at me that we would not be getting a refund, and if we didn't leave, she would call the authorities. I explained that, regardless of our financial affluence, $91 for 10 minutes was ludicrous. Her response was, don't worry, honey, the first will be here soon enough for you and your trailer trash husband to collect your welfare check. What the actual hell? How can this Karen run a children's business? And one that doesn't recognize nor accommodate persons with disabilities. And when did military brass officers become trailer trash? And then, after this entitled mother got absolutely roasted in the comments, someone shared the business owner's side of the story. Rhonda posted, In the six years that I've run a business, I've only asked customers to leave twice. The first time, the person arguing with me backed down and complied with my request regarding our safety rules and policies. Yesterday, though, I had a family of anti-maskers that repeatedly removed their masks complained when we asked them to put them back on, and then eventually just blatantly refused while at the top of the play structure. My exasperated staff came to me, and I went to the adults at the top of the play structure and asked them to put their masks on or leave the play area. One guy just blatantly refused. I then said, if you don't leave the play area or put on a face mask, then I'll have to call the police to escort you off. I kid you not, he said, go for it, and I did. They didn't believe me, and they hurriedly got their shoes on while I was on the phone, so I canceled my request. But before leaving, the woman yelled at my staff for a good five minutes before I intervened. She continued to yell at me and call me various names for 15 minutes about disability and how horrible I was for ruining her family outing. I asked several times for her disability papers, which she never produced, but claimed that she offered to show me. She wanted me to fix the situation and do the right thing, but never explained what she thought that I was supposed to do to fix the fact that they were buttholes. I tell you what, not a single business enjoys enforcing mask mandates. Just don't be a butthole about it. It's kind of weird to hear people argue that if you make a certain amount of money, that automatically means that you're not trailer trash. Because, I mean... I watched Tiger King season one, and those people were loaded. We're talking million dollar facilities, and pretty much every single person on that show was straight trailer trash. So, sorry Karen, it doesn't matter how high ranking your husband is. If you act like trailer trash, you're trailer trash. That was our slash entitled parents, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.